Oh my goodness, welcome to Get Wood. Hi, my name is Jess Wood. Happy Fat Tuesday. That's right, I got my ears, I got my sparkles, I got all kinds of goodies going on for you on this beautiful Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday. Hi everybody, welcome to the show. It's Get Wood, your first sex-positive goddamn comedian-hosted used to be a sex worker lady with ears on for god's sakes let's make some noise let's get happy let's do some talking let's get out of this uh, world that's going nuts okay shall we let's gather around the dildos and enjoy our day how do you do my name's jess wood as i said before i am so happy to be here with y'all uh let's talk about it first of all let's talk about fat tuesday let's talk about mardi gras let's talk about it I've been to New Orleans, and I'd like to share with you the times that I've been there. First of all, I went to New Orleans. The first time I got there, I was still drinking, which is important. If you're going to visit New Orleans, you probably want to have a couple drinks. It's really a drinking town. I'd never been to a city before where you could just drive through and get a goddamn daiquiri, you know? And they're like, all right, drive carefully. I can't really do their accent in New Orleans, but... It is quite a goddamn joy to be down there. Oh, hey, there's Jules. Hey, Jules, I'm about to talk about New Orleans. Now, the first time I was down there, sure, I didn't know better. Just walking down Bourbon Street with everybody else, all the other tourists, just going down Bourbon Street and uh, and enjoying the day of Mardi. And I don't even think it was Mardi Gras. It was not Mardi Gras when we were there. Just a day in New Orleans, walking down Bourbon Street. But let me tell you something. The boys on the balcony of the bar, that's right. Boys on the balcony of the bar, they wanted to see some titty. As most people in New Orleans do. Listen, a lot of people show up in New Orleans and figure, if nothing else, I'm going to get a few drinks and I'm going to see a few titties. A few sets of titties, hopefully. So, hey, hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. So, I was, unbeknownst to me, I'm just walking down the dang Bourbon Street in New Orleans, and this lovely lady in front of me, a young woman in front of me in a red shirt, she was very well endowed, (laughs) and she started to walk underneath the balcony of boys above the bar, and what did they do to her? Red shirt, red shirt, red shirt, they kept screaming, while waving a bunch of plastic Mardi Gras beads, which I don't know if you if you all know this, but you can get these beads in abundance. You can get hundreds of these beads for dollars, for dollars. And yet, these young men on top of the balcony of the bar were really excited to get some titty from red shirt. So they just kept screaming at her from the balcony, red shirt, red shirt, and twisting these beads around like they were just jewels from the Nile. Well, uh, red shirt was not having it. She just kind of looked, you know, you only can glance. It's like the sun. You don't want to look these guys in the eye or else they think they're entitled to a nipple. Do you know what I'm saying? You do. You understand what I'm talking about. You do not look them in the eye. You glance up and you glance away like the sun. Uh, she glanced, she glanced away. She continued walking with her head down. What did these gentlemen proceed to do after that? No titty was shown. Red shirt kept walking. What did they do next? I'll tell you. Boo! Boo! They said to her. I mean, they sounded like the old lady and the princess bride. Boo! Boo! 
what is love? I don't even know the lines, but remember that ugly old lady that's like, boo, that's booing Princess Buttercup? I know you do. As you wish. And the he they all wished for Titty from Red Shirt. She wasn't doing it. She got booed. Unbelievable. Seriously, though, it's like a, a it's a real pressure walking down Bourbon Street. I'll tell you what. But then what did I what did my little eyes did see? But a gathering of ladies who wanted some dicky. Oh yes. They gathered about and they said, shit, we're not and they talked back to the boys sw- swinging their beads and they said, "We're going to show you our tits. You're going to show you us your dick. That's for real." And then a gentleman unbuttoned trow. It was a delight. It's called equal opportunity, folks. You hear? You heard? So ladies, if you think you're you're a uh, it's a one-sided situation. It ain't. Get out there and look at some taints. <laughs> taints aren't the cutest thing to look at. But it was a delight to see some young ladies take back the night on Bourbon Street and just be like, you know what? With you fools swinging these plastic beads at us, yelling at us to show our titties, why don't you bust out a dick? Let's see a dick, please. Come on. And that's kind of the first time that I'd ever seen a girl really like solicit a dick in real life, you know? She's like, hey, you, yelling at me to show a titty. Bust out the tip. Just the tip. How about that? Just a tip. How about that? Just a little do-do-do-do-do-do. Just a cutie little pop 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 How about a nipple for a tip? A nipple for a tipple. A tipple for a nipple. Anyway, New Orleans, what a goddamn gas. And we stayed with my my besties. uh, We stayed in her auntie and uncle's apartment. And it happened to be, it was off Bourbon Street, so it was a little quieter. But they did have a bar across the street from where we were staying at the apartment. And the man outside the bar was fucking, he was beautiful. He had a spiel. Do you understand when I say a spiel? He had a spiel that he gave to the folks walking by. He was a barker. He was trying to get people into the bar. What did he say, you ask? He said, cold beer, hot pussy. Come on! That would get me into the bar. Although we just sat across on the balcony of her auntie's apartment and we just listened and we giggled. Oh, every time. Every time we heard, hot, (laughs) cold beer, hot pussy. Woo! New Orleans. I don't know if it's still like this. This was a long time ago. This was a (laughs) long time ago. However, it is still the titty city. I think it really is still the titty city. Uh, Speaking of which, I did get, one year we went down there, me and my my girls, and I got some henna. Before I had the real uh, booby and the moon sea, uh, I had henna, faker, faker McCaker, you know, the Indian ladies with the henna. So I had some on my chest. My girl Nina had some on her belly. Uh, Jewel, did you not get, I can't remember, what, anyway. It's important you remember that it was on my chest. We had done a road trip down there, as we would, and I was in the back seat on the way back, and I just was like, I got all this beautiful henna on my chest, and I didn't I didn't understand about the drying of the ink or the don't sweat with the ink fresh, you know, with the henna on you. So I just crawled. And this was a two, let's say it was a two and a half seater car coming down from New Orleans, going back up to New York City. And I crawl into the back seat with a little blankie on me. And I'm like, all right, 
babes, good night. And I just passed the fuck out. And these poor girls are left on their own to drive this entire drive straight. And there's storms, there's thunder and lightning, there's fucking wind. It's insane on the drive back. Me? I could sleep through anything. I was raised by monsters. So I'm in the back seat just sleeping and drooling. Remember the drool. I was drooling really hard on my own chest. And so when we did make the stop and I woke up, ooh, I'd gotten the blankie all covered in what looked like little baby doo-doo. Yeah, balls of doo-doo. Balls of brown from your friend's chest that she had drooled onto. I know it's a sexy time to talk about it. If any of you are attracted to me before, probably it's going to end very quickly now. Uh, drooled onto the brown <laughs> and uh, made the doo-doo clumps rolled around in the back seat with the one blankie that we all had to share in the doo-doo made doo-doo blankie oh sure did i make it a doo-doo blankie yes were my friends disappointed sure they were were they kind to me still yeah they're very kind (laughs) don't take me on a road trip i'm not here's the thing i'm a great co-pilot unless something goes awry which oh my god you've got it you you know that you have a story coming to you of a road trip going awry coming up you you feel it my babies you feel it all right so mardi gras woo what a time what a time uh i'd also like to talk about my hair sure you know everybody uh i did do a new hairdo and if you guys know me and you've been watching the show for a while or listening to me for a while you know that sometimes when I dye my hair like a lot of us uh, it means I'm having a bit of a hard time yeah kind of feeling like Ugh. or just not really feeling my blonde you know what I mean and I know it's it looks like a dark root but I would show you a pubic hair if it weren't illegal I uh it's a blonde thing and my mom hated the blondes even though she was blonde I was blonde you know she just didn't like just so creepy Jesse so creepy the blonde you mean us So, uh, once in a while I get a big shock of self-hate and I just decide to dye the hair. (laughs) I also thought, you know what? It'll be fun. Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. I'll even put some schmutz on my head on Wednesday for you Catholics out there. Shout out to the schmutz. Hey now. Uh, yeah. So I, um, I dyed it and then i realized that actually i have had this same color hair before i have had this same color hair and let's go way we're gonna go way back to uh i believe it was seventh or eighth grade hey boo i believe it was seventh or eighth grade uh living in santa monica in the sovereign hotel in a hotel room with my mother l hotel with l oh jesse you're you're a you're a craftsman <laughs> My mom thought I was very talented, you know, even though she put me in danger my whole life. But you're quite, you know what, you're strong enough to handle it, Jesse. I'm five. Uh, so I have had the same color hair. And I uh, remember vividly going to Magic Mountain in Los An- in Valencia, California, which is right outside of Los Angeles County. And it's really known for... Like most amusement parks, it's it's a Six Flags. It's kind of known for gang members and, you know, kind of a intense visit, 
over at Magic Mountain. Well, we all decided to take acid and go to Magic Mountain. And I had this colored hair exactly like an icy blue with a panky pank. For those of you who are not watching, who are subscribed to one of the many podcast subscription areas you can subscribe to. Is that a commercial? Anyway, uh, the hair, Magic Mountain, acid. It's not a great combination. Also, we were a little ahead of our time, not to brag, but kind of, and we were all looking a little funky for the time. The times were like, uh, what was hip? Debbie Gibson? <laughs> you know, nice girl. Scrunchies were very big at the time. Uh, uh, crop, a crop shirt, perhaps. Now, we were all in colored hair. We all looked like we were very different. We were. We were quite different. We looked so different that parents were pulling their children away from us when we walked by in fear. In fear. Can you imagine someone being scared of this fucking big old face? Yeah. Very scared. And I was with uh, my friend Shannon. I was with our friend Tibby. Rest in peace, Tibby. Oh my God, I love you so much. I know you're here. Uh, Tibby, who is a mixed girl, and when we were in the bathroom and we were frying so hard and we were talking about like, oh my God, I can't believe the... And we're junior high kids and we're like, why are the kids all scared of us? Why is everybody scared of us? What's going on? The parents are... And on acid, it's very intense. It's way more intense. Then these black girls came in the bathroom and they all like stopped and looked at us and were like, ew, ew. And then they said, is she white or is she black? To my girl, Tibby. <sighs> it was a very tense moment. And on acid, it's just the worst. So I said, oh, we're all everything because I'm a fucking hippie weirdo. And they were like, bitch, shut the fuck up. And I was like, uh-oh, bad trip, bad trip on acid. So what did we do after we left the bathroom? We went to the children's area and we were like, can we please ride some of these rides? Because we just needed to calm it down. We needed to bring it down a little. The tension was real high. Everyone was real scared of us. The parents at the children's area were like, don't you dare let those teenagers in here. And we were like, please help us. We're lost. It was like we were the lost kids from P Pinocchio and we just needed some other donkey kids to show us the way. Smoke some cigars. You know what I'm talking about. It didn't happen. I don't know whose parents came and got our fucking frying asses back in the back seat of their car, but we were still frying very hard when we left that amusement park. Good God, how am I alive? Okay, on to the next all right. I had a very interesting weekend this weekend. Thank you so much. Okay. Shall I? Shall I speak on? It's hard for me. Don't worry. I am not delusional. It is very hard for me to speak on my bullshit, you know, memories of Bourbon Street and uh, oh my God, my hair when there's bombing going on uh, with people and families and Okay, so I do, I know, I know. I'm Russian Jew. Are you, you don't think that I have people there? I have Ukrainian friends, for fuck's sakes. It's insane. It's intense. I'm sending you guys all so much love right now because I know even if you're not involved personally, personally, you are 
affected by it. I woke up uh, on Thursday morning. I could not stop crying. I, I don't know why. I had dreams of explosions Wednesday night and melting faces like fucking Raiders in the Lost Ark. And then I woke up for, uh, Thursday and I was weeping and weeping and weeping and I didn't understand why. Then I looked at the news and I was like, oh, the collective unconscious is having a fuck hard of a time. There's a war. There are people getting exploded. And I'm like, my hair. <laughs> It makes me feel crazy. Yes, I do understand. Yes, I'm not delusional. Yes, I do know that we're going through a very fucked up time right now. And no, I am not. And no, I'm not. Well, okay. Just to tell you, bringing it down a second, getting really real. I'm not well. Nobody really is. And just, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. 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 Speaking of not being well, well, I tried to go on a road trip with my friend. I was so good on the road, though. I was like a good co-pilot. I'm a great co-pilot, except if I fall asleep with henna on my chest and I drool on our blanket and make it doo-doo. But if I'm awake, oh, my hell of a fucking co-pilot. Let me tell you, I bring snacks. I'll pack your bowl. I'll give you directions. I'm very aware of what's happening. I'm there for you. Now, me and my girl Carla went down to Tucson. She invited me down to hang out with her and her sister and her sister's fam. Shout out to the family. Such a sweet family. Cute little house. Cute little backyard. Little fire going every night. Everybody laughing and talking about the fire. Like, it was really, for me, that was very different for me. Very, very different. Now, here's where the, uh, oh, anxiety uh, fear, um, really needing to be in my own space. Here's the thing. It was a very cute house. And yes, there was a room that I could be in by myself. If if need be, I could do whatever I wanted. I could go write. I could go walk. I could go read. There was nothing holding me back from anything. But you know, when you're in someone else's house and you're like, can I have a glass of water? Even though the kitchen is right next to me, I felt like every time I went to pee, everybody heard me pissing when they walked by the door. Like, it's just me, my paranoia, my freak out. I'm not used to, I didn't grow up with family. All of a sudden, I'm with a family. doesn't matter how nice they are. I don't know how to, family. And then they were like, what do you want to eat? And I was like, I'd like some eggs. And they're like, where would you like to go? And I said, I'd like to go to a diner. I'd never been to fucking Tucson, Arizona before. First of all, Arizona, suck it. Arizona, it's that's a bad vibe, man. As soon as you fucking cross the... I don't care. I was like, did we cross into Arizona? Like, I had a feeling. Like, it felt different. Don't fuck with me. You know how I feel, Phils. So I was like, ooh, Arizona. And it, and it is. And it is. And let me tell you something. If you know Los Angeles, then you know San Bernardino County or San Bernardino Valley or whatever the fuck that awful place is called in the valley over LA. That's what Tucson is like. Okay, so then we get in the car, and we're driving. Everything's closed at 2 o'clock. P.M., 2 o'clock p.m., no eggs after 2 o'clock. Bitch, you want an egg? You better lay it your fucking self. I, 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 was, I didn't understand. But they were so nice. They just kept driving and driving until they found a diner. Now, this is far. The, the, the roads are under construction. And I'm like, Ugh, you guys, and I'm sweating in the backseat, like, you don't have to go to the diner, please. I don't even need an egg anymore. I'm, like, too anxious to fucking eat anymore. 
Well, we get there. It's a very nice place, and everybody's very nice. But they stopped serving breakfast three hours ago. <gasps> Good God, I've had it. Ah, and then I'm I'm hosting two shows that night at Laughs Comedy Club in Tucson, the only comedy club in Tucson. I was so pleased to be there, even though they were giving shit money, and I fucking worked my ass off, and I fucking killed it. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to talk shit, because I don't think they're going to hire me again or listen to this show. Fuck them. I don't care. You can't just talk... You can't just act like I'm some fucking bitch that came to like meet you off, you know, Tinder. I think a Tinder date would have been nicer to me if I would have shown up. I was like, hey, I'm your host. He's all, get out of the way. My customers are on the way. Bitch, uh, fuck, fuck you, you know? And then yelling snappy snapper at me. And yes, I was the only woman on the show. I was all cute, like usual. But you know what I mean? Don't fuck with me. I'm fucking better than mo- these motherfuckers. And there was a, mm, a little confusion regarding how much time and how much money. Mm, k- 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 you know what I'm saying? So, mm, Arizona, uncomfortable. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. A bitch was on four French fries for four days. I was just like, ha. Ah. And it had nothing to do with anybody else. I mean, maybe that club owner. <laughs> You can suck my dick. But it was lovely other than that. People were so kind to me. People were so, you know, uh, they showed up for me. Hey, girl, hey. I hope everything went okay. Hey. Um, but really, it was really a another reminder that I have to take the time to really make sure that I have, if I'm going somewhere, I have to have all my shit. Can't be embarrassed to bring shit that makes you comfortable. You can't. You gotta bring, here's me. I gotta bring a pillowcase. I need a silk pillowcase. The bitch is soft. I need my stuffed animal Earl the dog. Yeah. Make fun of a, make fun of an older woman who carries around a stuffed animal. Fuck you. It's called anxiety. Uh, three, (laughs) if I don't relive a childhood well right now, then when the fuck would I ever be able to relive my childhood? I will clutch that dog in the night and drool and suffocate him. Uh, Four, I need a blender to blend my fucking smoothie in the morning because I need a specific smoothie in the morning. Here's what, look, I never got, uh, hey, I never got parented. Nobody even ever lived with me after I was 15. This is not a blame or an upset. This is to tell you, if you have a bunch of shit because of trauma in your life, make sure that you can comfort yourself as a grown-up. That's what I'm learning. Don't go to... Don't go to places that are going to make you uncomfortable. Remember all, excuse me, remember all of your stuff. Do not be embarrassed to bring your own coffee, your own filter, your own snacks, your own blanket, your own pillow. I don't give a fuck. Bring a goddamn tent if you need to and pitch that shit in the backyard of those people's house. If they love you and they accept you like they said they did, they won't care. They'll allow you to be you. And here's the thing. We're all so scared to take care of ourselves, to look like we're like needy, like vulnerable. I'm so fucked up. I need my everything with me. Well, that's the way it is. And you know what? Maybe don't ever meet your heroes. You know what I'm saying? Carla said, oh, my sister's such a big fan of yours. I'm like, well, she might not be by the end of my trip. (laughs) That's the fucking truth. Like, I don't know. 
<laughs> you have to see the reality of shit. It's sometimes it's harder than you fucking thought. And you know what? I don't care. I'll show you guys all my stuff, all my shortcomings, all my fears, just to let you know you're not alone. You know, that's part of the reason I do this fucking show, not to just hear myself talk, not to just be able to wear cute ears for you, but really to remind us all that it's okay. We can, usually everyone is so wrapped up in their own shit that they're not, they don't notice. Like you think they would have noticed. I mean, they would have noticed if I pitched a tent in the backyard, but do you think they noticed that I had like strawberries and blueberries, threw it in their freezer? They don't give a fuck. People are like, whatever makes you, whoa, whatever makes you comfortable. Oh fuck. I just, oh my God. I'm like, I'm having a, this is a different day for me today. Oh, I don't know what I can dry this off with. I just spilled water on my computer. I know it's not good. It's not a good idea to do that, guys. But here's the thing. I'm going to use the blankie that I have, and I'm just going to smop it and mop it. It's not like a ton, so we're not going to get freaked out. It's not a ton. Because listen, I already have a lot to pay for my car. I'm a car owner now, and my fucking car is broken. All right, we're good. We're good. I don't think it got in any important areas, if you know what I'm saying. I, uh, (laughs) oh my God. So uh, here's the thing we have to take care of ourselves. We can't uh, ignore the reality of of needing help from others once in a while. Uh, Vulnerability is important uh, because otherwise it all gets stuck inside of us and we're like, and then we kind of take it out on ourselves and we don't, you know, and we may hurt ourselves, not mean to, but you know what I mean. So I, I want you to take really good care of yourselves because that's all we have, you know? And like I told you last week, getting two of my friends to call me when they took mushrooms, I mean, I didn't know they were going to do this, but having two friends separately call me f- on their mushroom trips and trust me with that kind of energy it just validates the fact that I'm fucking awesome. And you know what? Tell yourself and tell everybody else you're awesome. I'd like to say thank you to my girl Shwana for this awesome ring. I'll be wearing the hat she got me very soon. You'll be seeing that. But listen, really, let's toot our own horns because really nobody else. You got to make sure you're comfy and you got to toot. Because here's the thing. Even though I was tired and I was hungry and I was a little scared and a little feeling a little vulnerable over at the house, I still got up and I still did two killer shows. I did my work. I brought the jokes. I fucking killed that shit. I I gave away all kinds of stickers. People followed me. People Venmoed me from the crowd. It was so sweet. You know, when you leave big cities, I realize you get like a lot more love. I've never been out of a big city. I've only, you guys know, I've only ever lived in LA or New York. And I realized that looking back on my history, like my schooling, I was in continuation school and alternative school and special ed uh, my whole life. And anytime they tried to put me in public school, I would immediately be sent to the special ed class or to the um, alternative school. Now, this is not for you to make to feel bad for me. This is just to let you know, like it when I was coming up, they didn't diagnose you with anything. They were just like, bitch, you're fucking loud and you're making everybody crazy. Get in the special ed class. So I didn't remember what special ed was called. That's because I was in special ed. Uh, so I had to call my friend Shauna 
because she and I went to junior high together, and I said, hey, girl, what was it called, the dummy class, you know, where they put all the dummies? <laughs> she goes, special ed? And I was like, yes, not the rapper from, I think he's from New York, special ed, but the classroom. Oh, my God. So there's a classroom called special ed, and that's where they put what they called in my, you know, don't don't get mad at me when I say they called us retards. They did. They called us all retards. And it was physical, dis, uh, um, you know, and mental disabilities. <laughs> I'd already been smoking a lot of PCP by the time I got put into special ed. So it kind of makes sense. But I have a friend who I'm still close with to this day. And I'm going to send him this fucking uh, show and his name is Goner. I didn't realize that that was really funny until my friend, until I was telling Carla the story of special ed alternative school and the guy that I'm still really good friends with, his name's Goner. And she's like, oh my God, you mean like he's a Goner? Oh shit, I never thought of that. Can you believe I never thought of that? Well, it's because I was in special ed. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> I said, special ed is in junior high. It starts in junior high uh, and and continuation school. It's junior high. And people go, I don't think so. I think it's high school, Jessica. And I go, no, 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 it's junior high. It's ninth grade. And they go, Jessica, that's high school. Fuck. Okay, that's why I was in special ed. So the thing is, I know a lot of people still to this day, I know a lot of people were in special ed and it's only because we were creative and amazing and we maybe talked way too much. Oh God, did I talk a lot? Wow. And I read books that they weren't giving us in school. Like I got in trouble for reading a lot and they're to the principal's office, Miss Wood. And I'm like, but I'm reading. Like a lot of these people don't even know how to read. And they're like, enough with you. And uh, yeah. And one time I was wearing a skirt uh, that had bells on it. It had bells on the bottom of the skirt. Yeah, it was a look. It was a vibe. And I remember getting told I was, you're a distraction at all times. You're a distraction. You're, you know, I am special. Thank you. But special, uh, you know, special ed, um, where they wouldn't, they wouldn't make us like the special ed kids and the continuation kids and the alternative school kids. They didn't make us uh, like change for PE that we didn't even really have PE. I remember going to the school behind Fairfax high called Walt Whitman in Hollywood, California, and they would put us on the track of Fairfax high, but we would just walk and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I know. And they couldn't do shit because we were scary. It was scary kids back there in the old Walt Whitman high school. I remember there were a bunch of thirties rolling thirties crips and, um, uh, one girl, Ray Neal, she didn't like that. The one boy, he liked me and she didn't like that. He liked me. And he was like, girl, let's go to a motel. Let's go get a motel in my neighborhood. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get a motel. We're in ninth grade. I can't go get a motel with you sir. Uh, there were cops that used to come in and, and handcuff kids in the class. Well, it wasn't a class. It was more of a trailer. You know, if you went to continuation or alternative school, you know, they housed us, they housed the kids in trailers. Just about 15 of us. You can't get a lot together or else there'll be riots. And so we weren't allowed to do anything that had to do with drugs or gangs. Like in art, in the art class, we couldn't make any like wooden plaques that had like 
you know, 18th Street on it, for instance. Um, that was my school. Yeah, one of my many schools. Anyhow, how do we get into that? I don't even know. Oh, special ed. <laughs> so I'd like to say being here. Yes, the infamous bungalows for the Tardos. Bungalows for the Tardos. And uh, we were, um, because we couldn't handle it in the big schools, in the public schools. So I'd like to say thank you to Albuquerque and all the special ed kids here that have embraced me and made me feel. I think Albuquerque is my continuation school because I couldn't handle public school LA, New York, I had to come to Albuquerque Alternative School. I know. It makes sense. I really feel like it makes sense. And you know what? Shout out to my friend Baron Vaughn for telling me that I needed to come here, for saying that people would understand me more here and that I would get a community here. And he was fucking right. He's always been a warlock. I told him he's a warlock anyways all the time. So, okay, this is my last little bit. Remember how I told you I was going to tell you a story about uh, getting stranded with someone in a car and then, oh my God, what would happen? So on the way home, on the ride home from Tucson, poor Carla's car was having some electrical issues and the little light that tells you that you're low on fuel, it didn't work, you guys. (laughs) So at 10.45 p.m., on Saturday night, we, uh-oh, uh, uh-oh, 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 what's happening? Oh, no, it can't be out of gas. It can't be out of gas. We just put gas in it. It's out of gas. And then we rolled to the side of the road of I-25 North. That is correct. If you don't know I-25, let me just familiarize you with it. Uh, it's a 75 mile per hour uh, speed limit. A lot of semi uh, 18 wheeler trucks going like fucking shaking us in there. And she's in an F-150. So really, and uh, by the side of the road, it was 27 degrees. Now here's me. I'm like, don't worry, girl. I got AAA. Pow, 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 pow. I'm fucking busting out my AAA. I'm like, I'll call. We'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Long story short, these motherfuckers didn't fucking even get back to me. And you know what the first chick said? She said, this is all from my Albuquerque people. She said, oh, Miss Wood, you're on an elevated status. Elevated. That's right, because two L's in Albuquerque is ah. That's right, yellow flower. <laughs> fucking what are you guys talking about she's all you're on an elevated elevated status i'm like elevated fuck yeah let's do this coming to get us bitch coming to get us well at 11 30 quarter to 12 we were like where the fuck are they called them back oh miss wood they denied the call who denies the fucking call and i'm like and here's me <laughs> we're two girls it's after midnight. It's very cold and we're scared. And they said, oh my God, Miss Wood, do you want us to send CPH? You mean the cops? No. You mean the cops? No. Are they going to bring us gas? We, we don't think so, Miss Wood. Then don't send the cops. 
why the fuck are you sending the cops? Well, you said you were scared. Motherfucker, I'm more scared of the cops. Fuck you. Cops? Leave those cops alone. So another call, another call. Then all of a sudden, we're just like going cuckoo. Because you know how you go cuckoo? It's fucking freezing cold. And we're sitting there and we're like, oh my God, is anyone going to rescue us? And the fucked up part of it was we could see the lights of Albuquerque and we could see the lights of Los Los Lunas behind us. So it was like... So then it starts to get kooky and we start to go quaqua and we're like, maybe an alien will come. Maybe an alien will come and rescue us. Hey, aliens, come and rescue us. And we start to give like prayers up to the sky. It's not crazy. Think of where we are. They're everywhere around us. So it's not nuts. Plus she and I, when we're together, I don't even want to tell you the kind of shit that goes down if we start to talk about it. It's like the craft. You can't fucking believe it. It's, I'm not even joking you. This is real. Sometimes I'm with this woman. We talk about some shit and some shit goes down. We have to be careful of what we talk about is what I'm saying. So we put our powers together. Mighty twin, wonder twin powers activate. Form of an alien to come and help us get some gas. Okay. Here's what happened next. A fucking, all of a sudden, she goes, hey, is there someone behind us? Someone parked behind us? We didn't notice them. We didn't notice them. Land. 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 Just all of a sudden, there's headlights on behind us. Who the fuck is the headlights on behind What? Little teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny car. Okay. Then out comes a little teeny, tiny, teeny man. Okay. Like a little teeny, bulbousy Mexican man. He comes out of the, hello. Hello. And, they're, and we're like, hello. And uh, he goes, what's the matter? And she goes, and Carla goes, uh, we ran out of gas. And he goes, you want my, go get your gas right now? And she was like, no, our friend is coming. Our friend is on the way. And he's like, you sure? And we were like, yeah. And then he left and we were like, and she goes, oh my God, I think that little Mexican man was a fucking alien. And I go, you think? I mean, of course it was. Why didn't we take him up on it? What were we thinking? Why didn't we do that? We didn't have to do anything. We didn't have to roll down the window. We didn't have to do anything. Just say, yes, sir, can you go get us? And then we'll, we'll, uh, you know, thank you for the time. Well, we didn't. Okay, this little man got back in this little, little car. And then he drove, but he drove across the median. I am not fucking lying to you. You know, I never lie to you. I love you too much. But he drove across the median. Now I'm saying, it wasn't a cement median. It wasn't a hill. It was a, there was cactus. It was grown over like brush and cacti and all kinds of tumbleweeds and stuff. This little alien man. Had driven across it, and we were we're watching him, and we're screaming, "Ah! Look at him go! Look at him go! Fuck! Was that the alien? It was." Then, God bless William Wheeler. A big shout out to William Wheeler. And I know I'm going a little long with this story, but it's <laughs> yeah. So William calls a friend of his, John. John will always be my hero. John is a hero. He's a hero. He shows up before he shows up. AAA has not called yet. It is now 1 o'clock in the morning. 1.30 in the morning. It is not called back, this fucking AAA. I've called six times. I've become that weird Karen lady where I'm like, can I talk to the manager? And all the things. Uh, nothing. 
So Carla, God bless William Wheeler. She calls William. William calls John. John's like, I'm on my way. He calls Carla. He's like, don't open the door or the window for nobody. There's a bunch of crazies around here. Okay, cool, John. Cool. We'll see you soon. So John's on his way. But before John arrives, oh, we get another visitor. This time we know it's not an alien, but we think maybe an axe murderer. Yeah, same A name. He gets out of the car, white man, far away look with a vest that's reflective. Fuck these white men with the reflective vest. Do you know what? I think you could pick those shits up anywhere because this is a way that they get you into their car or van. Because I, if you know me, you know when I was in Los Angeles, I had a bike accident. I got right into a van with a man, a man with a van with a reflective vest on. It's a trickery, I tell you. It's a trickery. So Carla starts to roll down the window because why not? He's got the reflective vest. We're going to be taken care of. It's obviously triple A. We roll down the window. Triple A is all, no, roll them up. Roll like vacation. Roll him up. And he goes, Hey, you girls okay? And we're like, Yeah. Our friend is coming. He's on his way. He's going to be here any minute. And he goes, Good, because there's a lot of weirdos out here at night. Are you talking about yourself, sir? Move it along. We're like, Yeah, yeah, no, no. We're good. We're good. Thanks, brother. Peace. And he goes into his car, and we're like, That motherfucker wanted to kill us. Okay, cool. We avoided getting murdered tonight. And John shows up. He's such a hero. He has his dog in the Jeep. Okay. He had his dog in the Jeep. The dog goes everywhere with me. He was such a hero. And then he got us. He had all this gas for us. He filled us up. It was so divine and delicious and lovely. All the D words. Ow. Then he follows us to the gas station. Here's, I couldn't believe how close we were to home. Like one of us could have run to the fucking gas station. You know what I mean? I mean, not. Then we would have for sure been kidnapped. It's a city of kidnapping. I know. It's one of the things that they do out here. Careful, ladies. (laughs) It's really scary. Anyway, we made it to the gas station. We got the gas thing. And it was like, we were just, I've never come home to a place where I've lived and kissed the ground. Oh my God, I'm home. I said, oh my God, I'm home. And then wrap up in my in my blankie, my weighted blankie like a maniac. Maniac. That was my name. So I made it home. I got, we're safe. We're sound. Nothing horrible happened. I'd never had that kind of experience before. So check that one off the bucket list. Wasn't on my bucket list to get stuck on the, in the desert in the middle of the night. But it was fun because we didn't get hurt. And it was an adventure because everything worked out. So everybody be careful out there. I love you. Try to keep... Um, some positive thoughts in your mind. Don't watch the news too much. You know, it's cool to be informed, but try not to get it off social media. That's really, really badly uh, doing it. And, um, just know that I just love you guys so much and I and I uh, can't wait to see you again. And I think I'm going to do a little bit of a live uh, on Friday from the Art Walk because it is Albuquerque Art Walk is this Friday downtown. And then after that, folks, come and see me live at the Guild Cinema. I know I'm going to be headlining, doing an extra long set. Guild Cinema, you got to get your tickets now though because boo-boos, they sell out like you cannot believe. You you cannot believe it. So happy Fat Tuesday. 
Don't get too crazed. Uh, uh, you know, drive carefully. Please call a Lyft or an Uber if you drink tonight. Um, I love you so much. I can't even, like, I'm so excited. Also, please subscribe to the show if you haven't subscribed. Share with your friends on all the socials. Please tag me at GetWood when you share. Also, GetWood Podcast. You can always hashtag GetWood Podcast. Let's get it going in the algorithm, boo-boo. Also, I've got a Venmo. You can join the Patreon. Uh, You know the Patreon. Remember last week we had Steven on here and he talked to me for a few minutes? You could be lucky too, like Steven. Anyways, I love you, love you, love you. You take care. Ms. B, uh, I hope that you get the day off today. Um, I see... All these cutie pie. Oh my God, Eric Vetter. Jesus. I love you guys so much for hanging out. I will see you uh, on Friday or see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I just like saying that. So silly. All right. <laughs> be good to yourself. Be good to each other. Uh, don't suck a dick you don't like or lick a pussy you don't like. Don't you do it. You go out there and do the things you like. You're worth it. I love you. Bye.